The Mud Stories pre-show with Caitlin Bushillen. You're listening to Mud Stories, a podcast dedicated to bringing you inspiration in your muddiest moments, hope to make it through your mud, and encouragement for you to know you are never, ever alone. glad you're here with me for another pre-show episode. This week on Mud Stories, our guest is Caitlin Bushillen. She is a lover of words. She's crazy about the power of our stories, and she unashamedly is addicted to coffee and queso. She works online as a virtual assistant, and she also loves to write. And since graduating from college, she currently splits her time between Starbucks and her cute little apartment in Birmingham, Alabama. Now, Caitlin will be back on Wednesday to share with us her full mud story, which includes some brokenness in friendship and community crises, living through a brain tumor at age 17, and a lot of encouragement for every single one of us to trust God in the middle of our mud, even if he doesn't answer in the way we wished he would. Caitlin has written her first book entitled Even If Not, and we're going to hear more about that on Wednesday. But today is all about some fun, so we're going to get to know Caitlin right here and now. Here we go. Enjoy. Caitlin. I'm here. I'm ready. Okay. I'm so glad you're here. And this is going to be a series of some fun questions mixed with some more reflective questions. And we're just going to get warmed up a little, learn a little more about you, maybe learn some things from you so that we can all know we're not alone. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So first question, what is the craziest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, I am probably the pickiest eater Ever. Um, <laughs> I once had curry-covered goat. Curry-covered goat? Yes. It was a really bad experience. Oh, no. Was that it, in a foreign country? Um, it was in – it was actually in Jamaica. Jamaica. I was there on a mission trip, and um, that's what was served. So oh, my word. Is that – is it chewy? Or was it the spices that were an interesting experience? It was more the meat that was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the <laughs> kind of sad story behind it is that there was a goat that had been outside for days. And then we had goat for dinner. And then the goat was gone outside. So oh. we realized that we had just, yeah, it was just not good. <laughs> Mr. Goat became dinner. Yes, not good all the way around. <laughs> Okay. That is crazy. Curry goat. Okay. If you could spend a week anywhere in the world, where would you go? Oh, I would I would probably go to Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. I just I don't know. <laughs> what intrigues you about Ireland? I think it's just beautiful. Um just seriously Google Ireland and look at images. Ireland or Scotland. They just 
the rolling hills, and it's just so pretty. I would mm-hmm. love to go there. It reminds me of Liz Curtis Higgs in the novels she writes about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Okay. If your house was burning down and you could only save three things, what would they be? Okay. Um, well, for sure, I know that I would bring my quote book. It sits on my nightstand. It is literally a journal full of quotes and verses and song lyrics. And I've been collecting them for years. So if I lost that, I don't know how I'd ever (laughs) get that back anyway. (laughs) It's really, really good when you need to think of like an Instagram caption or a a tweet or something. Because some days, you know, there's just, I just don't have words to share, but I still want to say something that's encouraging. Um, So that is my go-to. And some days I just need it for myself. Um, the second thing I'd have to grab my Bible and I know that I could get another one, but I've written dates and just notes in the margins that I would not be able to replicate. Um, so I'd want to grab that and, um, hopefully I would be smart enough to grab my computer (laughs) Because, (laughs) because all my pictures are on there and everything for my job and clients and all their stuff is on there. So I, I would be lost without my computer. As sad as that is, in fact, it, it crashed a couple weeks ago and I about lost my mind (laughs) (laughs) because I just thought, where, what am I going to do? Like everything's gone. Everything, everything, my life in my computer. Yeah, which is sad. It's very much a 21st century thing, but it's quite important to my life. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, what is a gift you've received that you will never forget? And it doesn't have to be an item. I mean, it could be an item, but maybe an act of kindness or a gesture, some kind of gift that you were given that made an impression you will never forget. Okay, this is actually the easiest question so far. For my birthday... Um, a year and a couple months ago, my, one of my really good friends gave me this jar. It's just a mason jar. And inside there were 52 pieces of paper all folded up. And every Monday, it's called my Monday jar. Every Monday I get to pull out one piece of paper and it has something kind, like a compliment about me or a Bible verse or a quote, and um, we're back to the quotes, <laughs> or just the truth about Jesus Christ, or just something to encourage me because Mondays are hard sometimes. And so every Sunday night, I get legitimately, I get so excited just thinking, I get to look at a new piece of paper tomorrow, and it's always sitting on my desk. And so um, this past November for my birthday, she texted me, she's like, I don't know how I'm going to get you something else. (laughs) Top that one, right? (laughs) Every Monday I sent her a picture. I'm like, this is literally exactly what I needed today. Mm. And so I told her, I was like, you don't have to get me anything. I'm just going to put them all back in the jar and pull them out again because I will need them again. And so what she gave me this past November was a Ziploc bag full of 52 new pieces of paper. So it is just, it has been the best year round, <laughs> every Monday gift. Um, That's beautiful. I, I'm a, a words person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to have something encouraging, you know, every week has absolutely been the best gift. Man, I want a Monday jar. 
I might have to make myself a Monday jar. Do it. Do it because you will forget what you told yourself. Right. (laughs) And then you will read it literally on the perfect day. I can't tell you how many Mondays I've opened up a scrap of paper and gone, okay, God, look how you just did that. That is so great. I, I could not have planned it. That would be an amazing gift for our kids too. Just, wow. I love that answer. That's amazing. Okay. So you might be familiar with this game called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, no. I know. (laughs) I'm awful. No, I don't want to. (laughs) Okay. So tell me three unique or surprising facts about yourself. Now, this could be habits or maybe talents or quirks or I don't know, just anything that that might be interesting where two of them are true and one of them is not. And I'm going to try to guess which one is not. Okay. The problem for me is that I always, I struggle with coming up with something that's not true. <laughs> true. Um, oh, yeah. I can relate to that. Okay. I, I'm terrible at this game. We always do it first, you know, first day of school. I always lose. Um. <laughs> okay okay oh I have one you have have one one. okay okay so my first like big to me trip was to the Florida Keys and I'm from West Palm Beach so it wasn't a huge far away trip but it was an adventure and I've seen pictures of the Florida Keys and they are stunning yes beautiful okay um Florida Keys trip is I am, my fingers are double jointed. And the third thing is that I went on a mission trip to Panama. And while I was there, I stayed in the jungle with Indians for three different days. Okay. A jungle (laughs) with Indians. Okay. Well, I know from experience that you have a heart for missions and I know you are from Florida double jointed thing that one's tough for me I've I don't think I've ever met somebody who's double jointed I mean I've I've seen pictures of that but I'm not really quite sure about that hmm well I know you've been to Haiti because I read your book so mm-hmm. okay I'm gonna say Florida Keys is true and then I'm going to say, I'm going to go with double jointed is true. I'm going to say Panama is the, is the false one. Am I right? No. And I'm so oh! excited. <laughs> I'm, I know. Oh, man. These are my three from now on. <laughs> okay. Okay. See, it was a huge success. Okay. So you're not double jointed? I am double jointed. I have never been to the Florida Keys. No way. <laughs> okay, so you lived in Florida and I never went to the wet. Away. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's awful. But you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you're so close. Yeah, that yeah. That you kind of just take it for granted. I know what you're talking about. Because we live 30 minutes from the beach, so we just go to the beach. Yeah. Or we go to Orlando and go to Disney World. No need for the keys. So, right. I have said for years we need to go just because it's awful that we live so close and haven't. But, yeah. And you're I, double-jointed? I am in my on, on both hands. Okay, the next time I fingers. see you in person, I have got to see that. 
Okay. It really freaks people out. (laughs) (laughs) And the jungle of Panama, Caitlin, that Mm -hmm. sounds scary. Three days. It was quite the experience. That is for sure. Do you speak Uh, Spanish? Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, I should be able to. I have taken about seven years of Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I am the least fluent Spanish class person (laughs) that you will ever meet. Um, But they they speak a different language, actually. Um, I couldn't tell you what it is. Different dialect. The the Kuna Indian tribe. And they live in Panama. And we took a canoe ride for about three hours to get to them. And then we lived with them for a couple of days. Wow. What a life-changing experience. It was like stepping back in time, literally. Literally. Amazing. Okay. So we're halfway done. Okay. So... I want to know, for all of us listening, what's something you've used, bought, or eaten lately that you think we should know about? Oh, um, oh, I don't know the brand, but okay, I have discovered these sweet potato chips at Walmart, and they are two dollars. I love and sweet potatoes. They will change everything. Really? Do they, they are- salt them or put sugar yes. on them? They salt yes. them. It is so good. In fact, I had them for um, an after-dinner snack (laughs) tonight. Mm, Okay. Sweet potato chips. That sounds delicious. Besides a family member, I want you to tell us one person who's touched your life and share how they've had a profound influence on you. Now, this can be somebody that you knew in person, somebody that you read about, or somebody who was an author and you were changed by their words, just whatever it is, just somebody who, whose influence touched your life and changed the trajectory of where you've been since. Oh gosh, that's actually really hard because there are a lot of names flying through my head. Um, what a blessing. I am going to say Holly Girth. Because, well, for so many reasons, but she, for those who don't know, (laughs) she is the author of about 517 books, Um, (laughs) really though, like 18. Um, And I currently work for her, but it didn't start out that way. Um, She co-founded Encourage, which is a website on the internet. um, Encourage.me with an I. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was their first intern and then ended up working for Encourage for about two and a half years. And so obviously Holly co-founding that changed my life drastically. Yes. Um, but then when I left Encourage, um, I started working as her assistant. And then honestly, the biggest way that she has impacted my life is just being a cheerleader mm-hmm. for who I am. And I feel like so many women online would say the same thing if they follow her words because she is, as um, Kristen Strong says, the encourager in chief. Yes. She is just, she's a cheerleader for women. And it is my joy to work for her because it's not at all work, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, yes. I just love partnering with her. And so on a daily basis, she impacts me, but it has also impacted the course of my life because mm-hmm. if I had not started working at encouraged, I would not at all be doing what I'm doing today. Yes. And don't you think when people influence us at that deep level, it changes us in a way that makes us want to give what we've received. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I see you doing that online. You are a cheerleader of others. You give and you encourage. And I see that in you, too, for Thank sure. Thank you. Yeah, you're I welcome. I appreciate that. I'm learning from the best. <laughs> well, we love some Holly girth. Yes. Shout out to Miss Holly if you're listening. Okay. Uh, what verse or passage of scripture has meant the most to you? I know this is hard. Just pick one that has meant so much to you. Oh, this is hard. Because maybe it might encourage somebody listening today. There. Oh, gosh. Hmm. Well, the verse that... I always attach with the time that I was sick, which is something that we talk about in the podcast, um, is Psalm 32, 30 verse 2. And it is, Lord my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. And then it goes on to verse 3. It says, you, Lord, um, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. And I love it because... The rest of the psalm goes into praising the Lord and sing praise to the Lord for he is good. Um, but that verse has meant so much to me in just claiming his healing and his goodness, whether it's on this side of heaven or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but saying he is he is healer regardless. And whether he heals me how I hope he does, doesn't affect whether he's a healer or not you know like he is still going to be just as much of a healer whether he comes through how we want him to absolutely so that's that's my verse love Mm -hmm. it okay other than the bible what is one of your go-to things you can depend on to help you get through mud that you're facing uh well ann voskamp's book one thousand gifts has Mm -hmm. been a game changer for me um, so I have a, a gift book <laughs> along with my quote book. Yes. <laughs> You're sensing a pattern here. Yes. Um, and it is something that I started doing years ago and I just count gifts, just the really simple, I don't even, it's been years since I read her book, so I'm not entirely sure how she phrases it, but it's looking for just the simple joys in life. So a lot of mornings I just grab my book and I curl up on the couch before I start my actual day. And so most of the entries are like sunlight streaming through the window or a cozy blanket or something super simple. Um, but apart from the Bible that has just tremendously helped my outlook on life Mm -hmm. to see things as a gift, even if something goes wrong later that day, (laughs) I know that the next morning I'm going to wake up and start the day again with praise instead of you know, my human tendency to go, oh, it's going to be a long day Mm -hmm. (laughs) or, oh, it's not a Monday. I don't have my Monday jar. (laughs) You know, like it just, just a normal day that drags you down sometimes. Um, Counting gifts has just literally changed the way that I see the world around me, Mm -hmm. which sounds very profound and big, but it's really not. Like it's just number whatever. Here's what I see. So Shout out to Anne for that. Shout out to Miss Anne. Yes. And uh, I just recently came across uh, some information about some research that secular people have done. um, And maybe Anne has talked about this before, but it was new to me at at the time when I heard it, that actually writing down something we're thankful for, not just thinking of it, but writing it down, actually triggers 
uh, dopamine release in our brain. So it sort of addicts us to giving thanks. It's hmm. remarkable. Anyway, I hadn't heard that, but I found that, that would very make interesting, sense, right? God is pretty smart. <laughs> well, Caitlin, I have one last question. Okay. Okay. If you could give one sentence of advice, only one sentence, to anyone facing mud today, or maybe it's something that you might have needed to hear when you were facing mud, what would that one sentence be? I would say that your story matters right where you are and the page that you're on, whether it's messy or muddy or just an in-between holds value too. I love that. All right, Miss Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, that is all for this pre-show episode. I hope you enjoyed it. These are kind of fun and I'm looking forward to doing these periodically. So Thanks for being here. Caitlin will be back with us this Wednesday to talk all about some mud. And in the meantime, you can find all the links mentioned in this episode over at JackieWatkins.com forward slash episode 86P as in pre-show. And I would be so thankful if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, if you would consider doing that so that you don't miss one thing. I can't wait to see you on Wednesday. Have a beautiful day.